I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You're listening to BTW, and we're going to drop some PvP knowledge on all you suckers. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the BTW Beginner to Winner PvP podcast. I'm Chris, aka AstroZombie954. Hey, Brad, aka WildcatDad17. Hey, and I'm Brian, aka Papa Wreck. That's right. Special guest on the show, Papa Wreck, is going to drop some Master League knowledge on us this week since uh, that's what's going on right now. And I have no idea what to talk about with it. So <laughs> I figure I might as well bring someone who does. <laughs> what do you mean? You mean you don't like Master League or you're just not very good at it? Which is uh, it? It's not that I don't like it. Like I always want to play it. It's just now that there's no, what is it? Uh, premiere? Mm-hmm. Was it, or cla- was it classic or premiere? Premiere. Did you see premiere? it's in the code again? I did. I was excited about that. Uh, but since they took that away, I'm just like, I don't have anything. So you may but- have more than you think. Though. <laughs> we'll yeah, I'm gonna be- I'll be sending that to you, uh, <laughs> later tonight or tomorrow. Nice. Uh, yeah. So, uh, today is Monday, uh, the 9th. We were recording, uh, was about 9 p.m. my time here. Uh, so how was, how was your guys? week slash weekend with everything that has been going on why don't we uh let's let's go with our guests first let's let's be polite and ask our guests first how his week was well my week was pretty good it was pretty chill focused on raids um and, and that's what i usually do i take an aspect of the game hone in on that so i don't get over overcome with whatever I, all's going on but yeah it was pretty chill for me cool cool did you uh did you spend any money? Uh no, out? I joined I joined the ban. I yes. Went, I went payment free. Nice. In fact, I didn't do anything. Uh the only thing I did was uh open up some gifts and uh did a daily catch, but yeah, that was it. Nice. How about you, Wildcat? I for the first time didn't go do my Saturday play session. 
So, hmm. you know, I'm, I normally every Saturday and Sunday, me and the daughter, we pack up, we go out for an hour or so. I catch hard. I just didn't feel motivated to do it. Yeah. Uh, with the way things are going, I was, you know, it wasn't that I was boycotting. I did still stay at home, caught my daily catch, but had no real motivation to go out and actually grind for once. Yeah. Part of that, though, is the spawns kind of suck. Agreed. It made it easy. This, Take a break. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah these spawns are <laughs> like I want the shiny dust gold, but I don't care enough to actually go hunting for it. Uh, what about actually, you, Astro? How'd you? How, how how was your week of play? So week was okay. We um we did uh I did a live stream and then we did uh I did well, actually did two live streams this week. <laughs> One by myself, uh, just a talking shit and. That thing went on for like four hours. <laughs> I was really surprised. Um, there was there was a point where it was just me and Tyler <laughs> um, just talking. And then all of a sudden, like, I was like, all right, well, I'm going to get going. And as soon as I was ready to, like, shut it down, like, six people jumped in. And I'm like, all right, so... And then we started talking music, and next thing I knew, it was almost two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then you refused to acknowledge that I was there because you were jealous of my <laughs> shiny, lucky ninety-eight percent Palkia. Mm-hmm. Just, just completely well, ignored me for five well, minutes. I, um, I did get something that maybe would make you jealous. Uh, I got a ninety-seven percent shiny Duskull. The best part of it is, is I had no idea I caught it. <laughs> oh, free catch. Yeah. So, I don't like you very much right now. <laughs> so I had a uh, long story. Uh, my kid's uh, mom and stepdad got COVID, which they were all there. So they were quarantined for like two weeks. So I hadn't seen them in like two weeks. So when I picked them up Friday for the weekend, I was like, this is your guys' weekend. Like, whatever you want to do, like, we'll do. I'm not going to be on my phone. I'm not going to be on Discord or whatever. So when we were out, I just had the gotcha on and just let it go and then reconnected it every once in a while. Uh, I will say I, by end of day Sunday, I was exhausted. Like, <laughs> never tell a five-year-old seven-year-old and nine-year-old they could do whatever they want it's it's bad news it's no good that's a dangerous recipe oh yeah. my gosh <laughs> yeah yeah we, we did our my three-year-old's first ever water balloon fight was this weekend so oh, all the kids awesome. go back to school on wednesday this coming week so me and the wife went out and bought 700 water balloons because we're crazy oh. people invited the, the, the um what is that what, what? what is it what was that Interrupt this episode of BTW to bring you this breaking news. Hey, so I have an important announcement to make, and it is concerning Astro Zombie 954 from the Beginner to Winner podcast. I just need to let you all know just how incredibly amazing a battler he is, like the likes of which the world has never seen. He's so good that I once saw him farm a Pokemon up to 110 energy. Should be mathematically impossible, but he found a way. I once saw him razor leaf a Skarmory to death. I once saw him 
make a Shadow Magikarp work in Master League. He found a way. I hear he's so good that he can call every shield bait in a battle before the battle's even started. As soon as that 3-2-1 happens, he knows. When he KOs a Pokemon, that Pokemon is actually deleted from the other person's storage because he beats him that hard. Um, I once saw him bring six Azumarill into a Sylpharina tournament, and they let him because it's Astro. And speaking of Sylpharina, I heard that when they were first creating the concept of the Sylpharina, they were originally going to call it the Astro League, just out of respect for you know the the person that they viewed at the time as the greatest uh, PvPer in any competitive game ever. Um, you know the GBL leaderboard? It's got you know the top five hundred uh, GBL ratings in the world. A uh, four hundred of those are actually Astro Zombies alt accounts. And a bit of insider information, I shouldn't be revealing this, but um, the, the Pokemon company right now are considering, uh, in honor of Astro Zombie, changing the name of one of their Pokemon to Zapdos. So that's it. Uh, thank you all for listening. Oh, oh my gosh. I am so <laughs> humbled and honored to be in your presence, good sir. <laughs> I think I know what's happened. He's been on top of his head so long, he's delirious. Yeah. Being in Australia, being upside down. He's all the bloods in his head. So that's all fish and musters. Very strange. Thank thank you for the breaking news, fish. Yes. Yes. Now we all so, know. Now we know. Case, in case um, you guys don't know what, what that was about, uh, me and fish had a little bet going into the live stream on Friday. Uh, to see who could win the most battles uh, through our sets. And the winner or the loser would have to record a minute to two minute video saying how great the other person was. Uh, We ended up tying at the end of four, uh, four sets. So to do the tiebreaker, we went auto wreck. So... I said we'll go best two out of three, like normal, like, you know, like a normal self thing or whatever. And he agreed to it. And then right after he agreed to it, like three people were like, no, you should do best of seven because then it's more fair because of it, it being auto wreck. And I was like, yep, it's already done. <laughs> so we did it and I smoked them the first two, the, the first two. I don't even know. I wish I had a recorder. I bet if you go on his uh, go on his Twitch page, you could probably watch the video from it. But the best part was the second battle. I let everything die and brought out Blissey. <laughs> That's just mean. <laughs> oh my god! And just and and just I beat him with Blissey. <laughs> wow! Yeah, it was. Uh, it was it was fun. It was a lot of fun. I had a great time, and I will say, like, I'll give him a lot of props. That shit was funny. Like the the hundred and ten energy 
That was pretty. That was very clever. So good job, Fish. Yeah, he's he's making a, a habit out of losing bets to to other creators now. <laughs> yeah, though. he's he's digging himself a deep hole. Ah, <sighs> I feel bad. I feel bad. But uh, yeah. Um, if you guys don't know Fish, uh, he's over on he does a PvP section over on GoCast, so you can check that out. Uh, he does that with DeFi E250, and then if you don't, or you already listen to it. Um, I'll put a link to his uh, his Twitch and YouTube and stuff like that, so that you guys could go go check him out. And I'll think maybe I'll be making another appearance, probably not next, maybe sometime next month. Um, and I know we're gonna have him on the show, the last last show of the month. So it's uh it's gonna be fun. So, yeah. So, besides that, <laughs> that fun and and everything with this whole Niantic thing and and all that, um, there was one, there was one thing that kind of stood out, and it, it was funny because I woke up. Was it Friday? Was it Friday when they switched over to the the yeah, new thing? Fr- Friday at ten a.m. The- yeah region is gone <laughs> yeah so friday at 1002 my phone starts blowing up from everyone who knows that i live in florida have you seen heracross is heracross where's heracross where is heracross hello Yeah, so that was uh that was Heracross's theme song for the week <laughs> so far until we found out I I think it's disappointing news for everyone outside of like Florida where you can catch them or I does I think it goes up to Georgia. I think Georgia can catch them. Or is it just Florida? I think it's Florida south of like St. Augustine area. So okay. that area in south, I believe okay. can catch them. Um Little so bit of Texas. Honest, yeah. So honestly, I feel I feel bad because A, even though it's our regional or one of our like many regionals, it doesn't spawn that often. And then with this, like everyone's all hype about it, like, oh, we're gonna get, you know, hair across in the wild, hair across in the wild, and then it didn't show up <laughs> at all. And then we find out that Niantic intentionally put Heracross in raids. But how did we find that out? That's that's the more disappointing part. Based on what's the other things we'll talk about later, tell the people how we actually found out that happened. From what I understand, I'm well, okay. I'll say what how I found out. I don't know how everyone else found out. I found out because again, everyone started texting me at ten o'clock in the morning asking me if I've seen them, and I was like I don't know, and I'm just I I put an incense on and just you know drove to the to the grocery store with the kids and came back and not a single one 
And then, so I just reported back that he wasn't there. <laughs> so I don't know how everyone else found out besides just not finding it. <laughs> the, the disappointing part is nothing to even to this moment has officially came out from Niantic. What actually happened was trainer tips, Nick reached out to his contacts and was told, and I'll quote his actual tweet. Niantic removed Heracross from the wild when it started appearing in raids. We've confirmed with Niantic that this is intentional and Heracross will return to the wild after the Ultra Unlock Part 2 event ends. Boo. <laughs> like, man, can they dig them? Yeah, can they dig themselves like a deeper grave? I'm sure they can. <laughs> Give them till this tomorrow. Is, this is ridiculous. Now, so, can I defend them some? Okay, go ahead, because okay. I was listening to PGR, and I kind of, I under, they put it in a way that I I understand it and, and can agree with that. Yes, so I don't agree with the communication gap. That is unacceptable. We, we've, we're going to talk more about communication later. But the rationale that, from my understanding and hearing some of the other content creators talk about it, is currently the Heracross Shiny Rate is boosted. It is the standard. I think it's either one in 50 or one in about 128. That's still being worked out. The problem is Heracross is a normal spawn, which means it should have a one in 512 shiny rate. Which outcry would be more? If they put a one in 512 shiny release in raids and left it in the wild, and people spending hundreds upon dollars trying to get this shiny and not able to obtain it, or remove it temporarily from the wild, and boost that rate so people that don't live in that region have a better chance of getting the shining. I still think it doesn't hurt anyone if they just left it in the wild, but I can see that motivation behind it. Yeah, it, it's I think it's the the lack of communication again. It's it's the vague wording and the things that they put in their blogs, their their word vomit blogs at the beginning of every month that I think that's what's starting to bother everyone. Cause now like you've already opened up the can of worms. So now every little thing is going to start bothering people, every little thing here and there. And I've always said, every time we read these things, we do, you know, the in-game news, they, they make it. So it's almost like they don't know what they're going to do. So, but we want you guys to be intrigued. So we're going to say something, but we're going to put it away so that if we don't actually do it or it's not, you know, what you're expecting, you can't get mad at us. This, I thought it was going to be in the, in the wild as well. Uh, I don't know how the boosted rate for uh, Bassiodon or not Bassidon, Shieldon, and what was the other one that was released last week? Craniados. Craniados, okay. And they were not boosted. They were 1 okay. in 512 standard. So they were 1 in... I didn't get one, either one. No. Nope. But it was there. I was. I had the ability to catch it without having to buy a raid pass, or without having to use a raid pass. I personally wouldn't mind it being in the wild at a lower rate because and making it accessible for everyone i don't i don't mind that it does kind of rub me the wrong way when you put it in raids and 
make it basically unusable for anything. You like the the CP level is too high for Great League, and the IVs are too high are going to be too high for too high or too shitty <laughs> basically for Ultra League. So really, you're just doing these raids to get the shiny and the candy if you if you need it. But I don't know. Well. I can't speak for other people, but like I have way too much of it already. <laughs> but it's literally just to get the shiny right now because it's completely like unusable. And I think with everything going on, it feels like a money grab. And I don't think it's fair. Like I, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I, like I said, I get the spawn. So I have like, I can't really say too much, but like I know you guys don't get it. So, Papa Rec, would you prefer the one in five shiny rate, whatever, however it was, or do you not mind it being in raids? I'd rather be in the wild, uh, be free to play because you said it feels like a money grab, and that's because what it is. Now, I am fortunate that my brother lives down in Florida, so if he catches one, he can save it for me and, and go that route, but. Um, so, but, but people who live in other areas that, you know, it's not accessible to, that is a justification for the raids. Huh? Yeah. It's, it's walking a fine line. And I, I'll let everyone know, like the, the spawn rate, even down here, that hasn't changed. Like I, even with the instant, I'm not getting them, you know? And when I did, before it was maybe like one or two a week like it wasn't like we were like shitting hair across everywhere you know it was it was only a couple here and there you know it's just to me like i said with everything going on this should have been something that they just pushed into the wild and said okay and then on top of that you make it a three star <laughs> so at it's, least with it know. being a three star, it's still soloable. It's not if they would if you know previous four star, if it would have ended up in that tier, that would have been yeah really bad. Well, now, I mean it's it's soloable, soloable. I don't know if that's a word. <laughs> I've just made it up for people who have the Pokemon to do it. But think about like some of the trainers that are just starting out, or like. My kids, for example, they could they couldn't solo a hair cross by themselves. At least my younger ones. My older one could because, you know, he spends more time with me, you know, catching and doing raids and stuff like that over the weekend. But they don't have anything that's gonna like they couldn't do it by themselves. It was always, oh, I have to do it with them in order for them to get it. Uh and that's the way normally three stars are, but at least it's a little more it's a better Pokemon. I think Heracross, if you were going to put in a range, make it a one star and at least make it able to be like somewhere close to something usable. Otherwise, right, it's just a it's Smeargle. <laughs> it's a shiny Smeargle right now. It, it, it's a dex completion for a lot of people. So I, I don't know. Were you playing a couple of years ago, Astro, when they did Gen 1 regionals in seven kilometer eggs? No. Okay, so the reason I bring that up 
when that event happened, that was also a ultra unlock from a previous go fest. They put all three gen ones in seven kilometer eggs and said, have at it. The difference is they also released their shinies. The difference then they stayed in their region as boosted rate shinies where they naturally spawn. So it's not like there's not precedence for them leaving regionals in their place and boosting their rates temporarily. It just feels bad. That's yeah. It feels bad. Yeah. So, all right. We're going to harp. I don't want to harp too much on like the negative parts from them. We already have kind of stuff to talk about in the, in the in-game news about it. So, Let's go ahead. I think we just wrapped up our fourth fourth week in the draft. Uh so let's let's go to the quote unquote Sylph Arena news to talk about the BTW draft. Sylph Arena News. So one of my favorite things is when new people come on the show that have listened to it and the music comes on, I can actually see their reaction to it. Like when it comes on, which is, Oh, awesome. we are raising a roof over here. <laughs> yeah. I it's, love that. It's awesome. It's, it's so much, it, it makes it better for me. <laughs> so, all right. So we are in our last week of the draft and. I don't know, Papa Rec, you're not, you weren't in it, right? No, because your stuff is too high for yep. it. Nope. <laughs> you're, I don't have a like, lot of options. So. He's like, greatly? Fuck that shit. No, I play where men play. I play where men play. Woo! Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of, kind of hard to do a draft unless you have a, a stable of at least 75 or so Pokemon built in a particular league. Maybe in a few years I'll be there. We'll get them there. We'll get them there. Like it'll the the scale will tilt. I'll get better. I'll get more Master League Pokemon. He'll get be- more uh, Great League Pokemon. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so I'm gonna let Wildcat handle this because this is his his baby, and he can explain everything that's going on a lot better than I can because I suck. Wait a second, because I have the same records you do, and I don't like that exposition. <laughs> <laughs> so, as Astro minutes, we are actually starting our final round of the draft tonight. Uh, good news, bad news is, I don't get my chaos I was hoping for where we had to have a playoff of a single elimination around playoff. Uh, we're entering round five with two undefeated battlers, CW and Dave Cans. Uh, so one or the other of them is going to win. We're going to have a solo undefeated draft winner that we'll cover next week. That's awesome. <clears throat> uh, additionally, we we still have a lot of folks. Pretty much everyone's got at least one win. Uh, and we're seeing a lot of 500 records, which is pretty good, actually, when you talk about the way drafts work. So anytime you're in a draft tournament, it really just depends on who you get matched up with. Um, for example, I have a very glassy team. So if you get matched up with me, you're going to get an easy win right now. It's just the way it's going to go. 
Um, <laughs> with that being gonna get said, an easy win? wait, who's getting an easy win this week? With that being said, who who, who plays who this week, Astro? Oh, what what, what matchups happening here? I don't know. I don't know. <sighs> There's. Uh, I think I'm playing. I think it's a glass team. It is pretty glassy, but you know. But it's still probably better than the shit I'm going to throw out there. (laughs) So, yeah. Um, So, Astro and I actually just so happen, as the random luck of the draw, we're going to be playing each other this week. So, be ready for some smack talking at some point to happen on next week's show. It's going to happen. Absolutely. (laughs) It doesn't matter who wins. It's happening from one side or the other. If this was a visual medium, I'd say let's play, like, now and what, but, you know. It, you it know, would be really maybe boring. Maybe if we stream for... this week, we can just because we no longer have to worry about see people seeing our move sets. It's the final round. Maybe you hop on and, and knock it out live on Twitch for you. Ooh, ooh, maybe. Let's, ooh. we'll see. It's uh, it is the last week, so if we decide to do it later on, it, no one's yeah. going to say anything. Plus, I'm the boss, so <laughs> not <laughs> really it's my tournament. <laughs> not really. Um, <laughs> so, with that being uh, said, the other thing I wanted to mention. So we've already got our our custom meta ready for next month, and I plan next week's show when we get into the self section. I'm going to go ahead and cover what will require some assembling for next month. I'm ready to smash it. Dun dun. Wait, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> oh, puns, puns everywhere. Oh, uh, so. Okay, so that is our draft, and maybe uh, next week, since we'll have a champion, maybe I'll do like a quick little interview on the side and, and play that for everyone with whoever won, and then we'll do that. Uh, so let's move on. I want to get into the in-game news and, and kind of wrap that up because I want to spend a good good time in GBL with, with Master League because I know Papa Rec told us earlier he's put in a lot of research and he's got a lot of good information for people who, like me, want to try and play it, but really don't understand it as well as we understand the rest of it. So let's go ahead and move over to the in-game news. So, so the whole thing with the the distance and the Pokestops kind of all uh, like came together. Like it was like the one time I felt, and at least in the past year or so, where we all all came together and agreed on something. And it was it was a larger percentage of trainers than I was expecting. I thought it would be. Maybe like a 60-40 split, but it seems more like an 80-20 where, and the 20 years just like, well, I don't really want to take sides on this one. <laughs> like, I'm just going to leave it. Uh, and I know Ken did over the weekend a kind of like a town hall type thing where people could get on and express their their point of view. And I did on the live stream, I gave everyone an open forum that if they wanted to 
say whatever they needed to say in the chat to get it out. Like I gave them that, that option and it all kind of, uh, accumulated. Is that it accumulated? Did I say it right? Okay. (laughs) Yep. Yep. That's it. Uh, into one hashtag that kind of just blew up Twitter, which was weird that something Pokemon go was in like the top three trending (laughs) on Twitter. And it was actually, I believe it was Zoe two dots who came up with the, the hashtag. It was hear us Niantic. And I don't know if any of you guys watched her thing. She had a lot of good points. I think there was, I agree with um like what uh Salt was saying over on, on PGR this week. I felt like there was a lot of stuff that we really didn't need to talk about. Like it just didn't it didn't boost the argument, it didn't kill the argument, it just was like there. But she did an excellent job and she hashtagged it with Hearus Niantic, and then that just took off. Everyone was doing it. Everyone was posting some really touching things, like personal like people were putting personal things out there um i read one about um someone who has muscular dystrophy and they're in a wheelchair and now they can't hit any pokestops in their park by their house because their wheelchair can't go into the grass like it's not able for them and i get that um you know like i said my before my mom is in a wheelchair uh she's not in one of those weird chairs where she can she can't go into the grass, you know, fortunately. And luckily our parks are very I don't want to they're very city like, you know, it's like a lot of walkways for like the 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 fast walkers and <laughs> and a few trees and then soccer fields or in football fields. So, you know, I I don't know what it's like in a rural Rural, rural. Okay, I'm saying a lot of words that I don't normally say in my everyday talk. So if I'm saying it wrong, I apologize. Uh, the I don't know what that's like outside of where I am. You know, as as ignorant as that sounds, but at least I'm honest to admit I don't know what it's like living in a place that has stops that aren't accessible outside of 40, 40 meters. And Niantic, after, what, a week of basically, like, radio silence, decided to respond. Well, and in a week w- and being put on blast by multiple media outlets due to the hashtag. I think it's important to note, they didn't just respond before this campaign started. This campaign started after a week. Multiple, not even Pokemon-related news outlets picked up this article. Oh, picked yeah. up this hashtag. It so was it, popping up on my Google News on my phone, like maybe because I have the game, but I, I I'm never seen Pokemon Go in my Google News before. So uh that was that was popping up. But that's pretty awesome. Want, I had no idea. Yeah. Because I'm yeah, not on we, any social media, so that's that's <laughs> incredible. It's, the only thing I have is my Google News that I swipe over and I can see everything, and then my the BTW Twitter. So we're, we're kind of in the same boat there, but the thing, and I don't want to be a negative Nancy or your Debbie Downer and things, you know, all those cliche words and phrases, whatever. 
But honestly, if people weren't also tagging the Pokemon company in all of this, I don't know if Niantic would have responded so quickly. Because even though Niantic is the game owner, the Pokemon company owns Pokemon. And they are extremely careful and very protective of their 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 creation. Shinies, you can't you can't fuck with their stuff. Like the whole Melmetal thing, like that was a, a Pokemon Go only Pokemon. From what I understand, it took a long time for the Pokemon company to say, okay, we'll do this. And then right after they did that, I believe they made cards for the game. Or it, it came out in, in one of the games. I, I believe last week I actually made the point that to really get a response quickly, we need to not only bubble things up to Niantic. I, I think I said this is the number one media franchise in the world. And for those that don't know, Pokemon is bigger than Mickey Mouse. Pokemon is bigger than Hello Kitty. So we made the point that you needed to also get up to the Pokemon company because they're the ones that's going to force the hand. And being the biggest media provider or media conglomerate out there as far as a single character set, meaning they have to take extra care. And I, I agree with what Astro is saying. I think that alone really drove Niantic to kind of react a little faster than they would. Uh, Papa Rick, did you get a chance to read the, the response, though? Uh, no, I didn't actually. I read a couple <laughs> things here and there, but so I was a bit a bit in the dark on it. Yeah, it's I mean, it, it, it is what it is. It's not. I mean, I did see it and I just kind of glanced over it and I was like, you know, BS. I'm not going to bother reading it. Yeah, so. it was it was very corporate. It was very it. It was exactly what you would expect a corporation to write and put out. So. I'm not going to be like, I was expecting a Dear John letter, you know, oh, we love you guys. We're so sorry. I can't believe we did this to you. Please don't oh, leave. It was a mistake. Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Um, I was actually ex- expecting a, okay, well, let's see what happens next month type of thing, which is kind of what they did. It just with more words and the creation of a quote unquote task force like all right guys you're not the justice league here like <laughs> but you're you, niantic astro i don't know how large your company is but but you know as a as a corporate company that every company has quote unquote task force you have the work from home task force that got filed during covid you have the customer satisfaction task force you have every company has these quote unquote task force and the one thing if you've worked in corporate america you know that is corporate jargon for we'll get back to you when we feel like it, yep. which is exactly what I expected to be. Exactly. The response is what we got is what I said last week. We won't know anything official until September 1st. And my guess is they're going to either they won't completely roll over so they don't so they don't give in, but they'll give some type of concession to say, oh, you don't like 40. We don't like 80. Let's meet at 60. Yeah. That's that's my what that's what I was thinking is you know they'll meet us halfway, and I still don't think people if they meet us halfway, like I'm gonna take it as a win because at the end of the day, like I said last week, we're very fortunate to play a game that the creators and the company that 
produces the game actually listens to us to an extent. Like if you if you're a Fortnite person and they do something to screw their people over, they're not no matter how much you bitch on Twitter, they're not going to change anything. Epic Games is not going to go in there and be like, "Oh, we're sorry, we're going to fix this," or you know, like the whole Stardust Gate, you know, with with GBL cutting it in half and stuff like that. If Fortnite or one of those games did that, it would have been like, "Fuck you, we did it. What are you going to do? You're going to give us more money. That's what you're going to do." Because they don't care. They care about the money aspect. They care about the you know that. So. If we get the half, like I'm going to take it as a win because that is them admitting that they fucked up. So I'm, I know some people don't agree with that. I know some people are going to say, no, it's all or nothing. I think that's very, I don't want to say or offend people, but I feel that's very childish. It's like the, you're not coming to my birthday party if you don't do exactly what I say. Like, and we just got to take let's the, be realistic. the small wins and over time, the small wins will add up. Yeah. And who knows? They go half distance. Maybe they just slowly ease us back to 80 kilometers. You don't know. We don't know what they're going to do. And honestly, I think any positive response after this, we should count as a win and as something that we, we should be proud of, that we came together as a community to create change in the game. So how would you feel if they went back to 60 and then after that would give you a chance to do the subscription service to go to a full lady? Would that sit well with you, Papa? I don't know. Uh, depends. I guess the details of like a subscription service. That's, that's, you know, I like the free to play kind of aspect. Uh, that's what I usually do every once in a while. If there is a, uh, some legendary or something in rage, I'll go ham over it. Like you Vettel, I did that and, and Dialga, and then of course Palkia. But after that, I'll probably take a break from raids. Um, you know, they have the new Z dogs coming up. You know, I'll make, you know, do a couple to catch it and register it. But yeah, I, 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 I at least if they do that, I think there'll still be some outrage over it. But it would also matter what else you pair with that subscription service. Exactly. Like just giving it to 60, you've, you've met the issue around accessibility. You've made things more accessible at 60. And if people really want the 80 and they like the 80, hey, dip into that pocket. It's, you know, $10 a month. Go out. You get your 80 plus XYZ additional bonuses. But I, I think that's the think, key is what is that X, Y, and Z? Yeah. What is that X, Y, and Z? So after what would you think? Would you would you be up in arms if they said, hey, we're going to give you 60 back and then you can buy the other 20 as part of the subscription service. So you can get up to 80 with the subscription or our standard distance will be 60. I don't. Yeah, I think I'd be okay with that. Yeah, because you got to do something to sell the subscription. Like, so over the weekend, I got my kids besides Pokemon Go Fortnite. That's all they play. It's Fortnite or Pokemon Go. So (laughs) the only other game, you know, and I play Pokemon Unite. The they have like a subscription service as well for for Fortnite. And when I looked at it for the price, I was like, hell yeah, I'll buy this for you guys. Like, because it saved me money because, you know, these packs are like 16 bucks and they want one every weekend or whatever. At least with the subscription, they get, they get certain things every month. Even if it's like a rehash skin, 
that they didn't have. Like, it's something. So I'm cool with them throwing in the extra 20 in a subscription. What else would need to be in that subscription for you to say, yeah, that's actually worth it? Maybe raid passes. Yeah. I think re- I, w- I think remote raid passes would be. Well, yeah, fun. remotes. Yeah. Remotes. Yes. Yeah. I would want to see a few cosmetic items for free that actually are decent because that's the one thing I I refuse to spend money on cosmetic items. It's just not there for me. I did every once in a while. You're part of the problem, Astro. (laughs) But I do like the cosmetic items. Like I love all the free ones I can get or by research. I love grabbing those. So I think if you threw a few cosmetic items, some raid passes and 100 Pokeballs with that 20 meters, I'd, I'd pay the $10 a month for it. Yeah, I I don't see that. I think even maybe maybe the equivalent of so let's say it's like a seven ninety nine a month. Did they have they said anything about pricing? No, no, not yet. So let's say it's like a seven ninety nine a month. I would say maybe also like the equivalent of ninety nine cents in coins, or even some elite TMs. Yeah, yeah. Maybe like or one a this. month. Excel rare candy. Ooh. There you go. Okay. That people, yeah, people would drop <laughs> drop money on that. <laughs> I'll tell you right there. I need yeah. some way to get it more than just leveling up. I know. Yeah. Uh, who was it? And PGR was asking if anyone's used it, but the answer is no. It's too rare. I use mine. <laughs> oh, I'm saving mine. I just want to look at it. <laughs> I use mine. I use mine on my Bastiodon because that what? whole event, I think I got like 12. <laughs> yeah, it was Hydrogen Bond that was asking, you know, he, his exact point was, I think I'll be buried with mine. And I kind of feel the same way. Like, I need to finish up my Medicham, but I'm walking it. It's a three kilometer. I get an XL candy every three kilometers. I'm down to about 100. So. 300 more kilometers I'll have my fully built XL Medichan. But at the same time, they've got to incentivize or give us some other way to earn that. And if it's part of a subscription service and Hey, part of that subscription is you have to go and do XYZ research through the month. Hey, that gives me a story to chase to get the items and it motivates me to actually play more. Yeah. So, so that's that. That's kind of like what we've been dealing. I feel like has been the most relevant news over the past week. Um, there's other things. Did the, we talked about the gen, the un, ultra unlock three last week. So I don't know yeah, because we didn't record on time for once. Yeah. <laughs> yep. There we go. Uh, I don't know. Did anything more come out on the like moves or anything for like the new, the new legendaries, I guess. Anyone? You mean the Z dogs? Yeah. Uh, no, but I, what I found interesting was, and it's it's way in the future because these are the uh, Hero of Many Battles versions. So it was like, eh, I'm just going to go and try and get it and register it, you know. But when they come out for the uh, Crown Sword and Crown Shield, uh, that Fairy plus Steel typing is going to be mighty interesting. Ooh, yeah, that'll be. Especially, well, there's not an, there's not that. I We have that typing in Great League. But I don't think anything gets up high enough with that's fairy and steel for for masters. Yeah, not that I can think of. What do you have in Great League? Um, Mawile, mm. and mm. then I think Mawile is the only other Pokemon that has that typing, isn't it? Maybe I think that may be the only oh, one. Oh wow! 
I'm pulling uh, up a dual type chart to click on it real quick. Yeah. <laughs> so besides that, the they the raid bosses are meh. <laughs> uh Palkia is is good and we'll I'm sure we'll talk about Palkia in in the GBL section when we go over like the Master League. But I guess if you don't have the Shelos or Shellos that is the opposite one, but I think most people have it. Don't oh. do that. There's remember the spotlight hours for the two weeks next two weeks are each of the two Shellos so don't go. waste a dollar on it. There you go. Uh, the only thing in here, the thing that, like, I kind of laughed and I had to double check them because I didn't look at the, the raid bosses. I heard him over on PGR. And when they said that Alakazam was in tier three, like, I thought they were joking. (laughs) I thought they were joking. And I actually had to go check and make sure that it was accurate. You know, it wasn't like a mega low punny as a fairy type, you know, type of thing. And it it was there. And I'm like, why would anyone waste money on that? Would would you spend a dollar on it if it had its community day move? No, because nope, the IDs are trash. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> just not good. I mean, uh, it has okay, so a counter Alakazam with Shadow Ball and I think Fire Punch has its little places here and there. I've seen, like, I've made it work a couple times in Great League, and that's about it. It has some playing, like, certain metas. It's just, it's paper thin. Like, that thing gets hit even by something it resists. It still knocks about half of its HP down. <laughs> like it's just no defense whatsoever. So are yeah, you ready no. for me to fix this entire event for you? Okay. Ultra unlock two. Drop Alakazam. Put in Tropius. Oh hell yeah! How do you feel about the event then? I even though been... it, even making it ready exclusive, <laughs> I would have I would have went on Twitter money. And like sorry all guys. the money. <laughs> sorry, I gotta spend money <laughs> this weekend. <laughs> Because I need those Tropius. I need the Tropius candy. I actually had a uh, a friend down here that listens to the podcast, and he texts me. I used to work with him, and he goes, hey, I've got one of those those banana bird things you, you've been looking for. And I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, I got it from some safari thing that I went to. And I was like, cool. And he's like, you want it? And I was like, hell yes. <laughs> I will take it. <laughs> so... I got one of those. Finally, my only one is a lucky ninety-six percent that's already over fifteen hundred. Okay, I think that's going to be a long, a long ways before that comes back out. I was really hoping with this this um, GoFest we would get it, but alas, did not. So maybe if I keep saying it like I did with Defense Form Day. Um, <laughs> Was not Dialga Defense Form Deoxys. Uh, it'll it'll actually happen. <laughs> twenty what twenty seven weeks of saying it, and then it finally happened. <laughs> oh, by the way, I was wrong. There is there is two other Steel Fairy. Okay. Uh, neither of them are available technically. Klefki and Magurna okay. are Steel Fairy, so they're both Gen Seven Pokemon that you know apparently don't exist since we're already moving on to Gen Eight. Well, wait, is Klefki? Wait. Clefkey has been Gen released. Six. That's right. 
but it's a regional to I think France. France. Yeah, France. Yeah. So oui. unless you're flying to France or someone you know who lives in France is coming to you. Yeah. Um I'm sure there's other ways of obtaining a clef key, but we're not gonna get into that. <laughs> Just leave that there. So yeah. Um that's really I don't I don't see anything else. The only other thing I see that came out was something about like being able to add your friends directly from your contact list, but I I didn't see anybody that <laughs> didn't already knew played in my contacts, so it was nothing. Uh I think we have what this weekend, right? Is community day? Um It is. I actually forgot to add that to the notes. Thanks for yeah, the reminder. Right. This week is community day. Um Saturday and Sunday. I hope everyone who has a hundred percent EV has been walking it for your Umbreon and or you know anything for Umbreon, even a Great League one. Uh, because that 10 kilometers when you're not walking around as much, that <laughs> that takes a while to get. It really does. And so. I did confirm with Ken, who confirmed with Nyanic that you can pre-heart your Sylveon as well. So if you have that 100% that you want to make a Sylveon, go ahead and knock out those seven hearts now. Hmm. Okay. So this will be a nice transition into, into GBL. So let me ask Papa Rec this question. I have two, I think three Hundos, uh, 100% EVs. Should I be making one a Sylveon? Yep. Definitely. And in fact, I have a hundred percent Sylveon built and the only regret is that it has the, uh, it's other fairy move. It needs some diversity because to get to that fairy mm-hmm. charge move, it takes way too long. So interesting to see how the, uh, the side shock is going to pay out. Mm-hmm. Okay. But it needs something different than of course, last resort. So one other question on this as well. Do you want, um, it for master standard open master or, would it be better in something like Master Master Premier when that comes back? That's a good question. I've only been playing Master Open, so that I'd just be taking a guess on that. Um, but you know, if you don't have a Tojakiss, this would be a good time to get a Fairy Fighter in there. Okay, cool. So this is something that I was thinking about actually um, today, and I wanted to get your guys' opinion on it. So. Obviously, most people who have uh, an evolution that they've made for whatever league they're using it for, it's running whatever type fast move, you know, dark fast move for Umbreon and dark and then last resort. Most people are running whatever it is and then last resort for a poke for like a Sylveon or I think is it? Espeon? There's another one that has a slower charging fast move. Espeon. Would you want to maybe go charm last resort Psyshock instead of instead of doing a fairy charge move? Yep. Yeah. I'm definitely gonna build another one just to have the Psyshock. Okay. Psy. Yeah, because I was thinking about it, I was like by the time I get to the I could I could get to the last resort faster than I could whatever the fair i don't know what is it dazzling gleam or moonblast moonblast Moonblast. yes 
Like that's going to take for, it takes long with Altaria to get to like, I'm not, <laughs> I can't even imagine what it's like trying to get it with, with a charmer. So now what about Umbreon? Would you consider this is more for, for wildcat, maybe in an ultra league format of running snarl last resort and psychic no i still think you actually want the foul play but i would actually consider running psychic over last resort in the ultra league setting um simply because you're getting to see a lot of xl toxicroak which would just get deleted from a psychic as well as machamp is always a popular so you're seeing a lot of fighters there that you could use that super effective against um, the one place you're going to lose without having the last resort, though, is any mirror match. You're going to lose that. Or if you run across that Excel Mandy buzz, you're going to take a pretty big hit there as well. So, yeah, but in most cases, you're you're looking for that dark or for Umbreon to take things down like Giratina. Mm-hmm. So I still think you need your foul play to be able to hit those things super effectively because Snarl just doesn't do enough damage. It's very fast, but it's, it's very low damage. So I think you're still looking at the foul play damage. Okay. Yeah, I'll cool. agree with Wildcat on that. I got a note for the make one out for Ultra League. Nice. Yeah. I'm I've got my Ultra League one ready to go. And now I'm gonna do one I'm gonna do a Sylveon. So And as a reminder, Great League Leafeon yes. is a big winner here. Bullet so, Seed was a huge pickup. So you wanna know something? And now like I'm thinking about it, I'm like, fuck. I have a rank one Leafy on for Great League that I've had sitting there, but it's already evolved, so I'm gonna have to use an elite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not the end of the world, but you got to Luckily burn it's a, an elite fast over an elite charge, but Yeah, and elite fast TMs don't have a ton of use typically. So yeah. and you we've I have I think five sitting in my bag right now. So you should have at yeah. least more than one. It doesn't have a ton of use, so I actually think this is a, a, a good use case. Now, once again, wait till you're actually going to use it. Wait till that Sylph Cup, as I always recommend with building out Pokemon <laughs> Astro. Wait till you need them. No. Don't burn that dust immediately. No. Let's get you on the Dust Saver program. No. I actually, I built up a lot of Stardust over the weekend, just catching and not doing anything and looking. You'd be surprised how much you can save in two and a half days when you're not opening it up and powering anything up. <laughs> it's, it's really amazing how much you can save. So, uh, yeah. And so, okay. All right. So then let's, um, that's a, let's transition over to the GBL section. Cause this is where I want to park and finish out the show in so let's go ahead and do that once i find the meat there we go fight all right so we've officially started master league Master League Classic? Classic and Open. Okay. Right? And then Ultra League Premier. Okay. So Ultra League Premier, I don't wanna 
I know people want are going to play it and whatever. I think we probably talked about it the last time it came through. I don't really see anything that's kind of changed except for what? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, I can, it's I can still going to be the thirty same. Se- or your your ten second Ultra League premiere. All right, here we go. Great League XL done. <laughs> Pretty much. Swampert, Obama Snow, Stung Fist, Jellicent, Medicham Queen, or not Medicham, um, Mandy, Mandy Buzz. Yep, Ferrothorn. Yep. Those those are your your people. Skarmory. So let's let's go to what the reason we brought Papa Rec on here. So, for those of you who aren't in the Discord and don't know Papa Rec from any other Discord that he's in, he's on our faction, and he is our Master League specialist, and he's been locked in, and he can never get out, because if he gets out, then we don't have one. (laughs) So, he's always stuck there until someone else can build something competitive uh, to kind of give him a break to move somewhere else, or just take a week a cycle off so we decided to bring him on because the man knows what he's talking about like the the some of the pokemon that like i ask him about and he's like no don't do don't waste your dust on that one that one's okay don't do this one no that one so basically kind of like how i want to i know you've got some some research and stuff that you wanted to do so i think the big thing and maybe we'll save that one f- towards the end as, you know, your budget picks, because I think that's what most people are going to hear. So we're going to tease a little radio tease thing to the end of the segment. <laughs> so let's let's go up open Master League. Now, for those people like me who don't like I know Great League and Ultra League IVs. From what I understand, if it's not a hundo, you shouldn't run it. Uh, that's not entirely true, but that's probably like ninety eight percent of it. There are, um, if you go to, uh, oh, I forget what the name of the site is. I'll look it up while we're talking. But um, there are some ninety eight percent and possibly even some ninety six percent that would function as a hundred percent. So you mean like my shiny Palkia? That's a fifteen, fifteen, fourteen. <laughs> Or my Dialga, or that's not a 14, Dialga, or 15, 15, 14. Yeah, the, oh, the Dialga is, is a good you. example. Of course, you know, you'll if, you, if you're going to be in a mirror match, you're going to want that hundo. But how often do you get in a mirror match? This doesn't happen to me a lot. Okay, so Three that's what I was going to say. I don't know. Because <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> Three out of my five matches today? Yeah. All right, well, oh, you're going to want to you're gonna wanna, uh, best buddy that Dialga then. Uh, heard from, what was it? Uh, GoCast. I think it was Kyle, um, and I, I forget the exact numbers, but he was talking about like Dialga's Ren weight, Ren rate goes from about fifty percent to sixty five percent just by doing Best Buddy because something to do with the breakpoints, and you get that one extra move in there. So, so a question I have is: there any difference between Master League Open versus Master League Classic as far as Pokemon that are better in one or the other, or is it just? The CP levels are different, so it's the same meta, just at different CP levels. Yeah, there are some slight differences in terms of the meta, it looks like. Uh, I know for Open, like your number one is like Lugia, Melmetal, Dialga. But if you actually go over to Classic, number one is Groudon, and then Melmetal. So Dialga is actually bumped out to number six. 
But when I usually look at these, what I say, okay, these are the number one rankings. That's what most people are going to run. So that's not what I'm going to build. I am going to build counters and try and go for more of a spicy team just to have a little fun also. Yeah, that makes sense because there's probably some in here that counter the top ones that are a little cheaper, a little easier where you don't need to... I mean, does everyone have to get into the XL category for it to be viable? Uh, if they don't, I'd probably say stick with classic. Um, once again, this is just uh, theoretical for me since I don't play classic. But if you are going to play open, yes, it would be advantageous to you know go with some XLs, and that's when we're going to talk about some budget picks, some some things that are attainable and realistic. You don't have to go for legendaries. That's the key. Gotcha. So you're talking the. I assume I'm going to spoil one of yours, but Memo Swine is one that comes to my mind. Yeah, but that's not my favorite. That's not my favorite budget that will just wreck (laughs) the field. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm intrigued now. I know you are. (laughs) So, yeah, I was going to say Memo Swine as being one of those. So, in open, you're going to want everything to be maxed out. Okay. Now, when you're in classic, if I go in with a Groudon that's like, I don't know what it maxes out at, but 3,000, what is it, max out in 4,000s? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure. But okay, let's say it's 4,000. I'm sure we'll figure it out later. Um, And I come in with a 3,200 Groudon, but my it's a perfect or, you know, it's a 14, 15, 15, or something like that. Is that okay, or is that thing going to get wrecked because it's just not... No, that's going to be okay, because uh, there's okay. plenty of times in, in, uh, in our uh, self-factions where I've gone up and against someone who I knew that their Pokemon was probably like level 42, 43, and I had the level mm-hmm. 50 version of it, but matchups count such a big deal. So just because okay. you're not, you know, at level 50, if you're playing at level 42, 43 for your Pokemon, throw them in there. See what happens. Okay. Because you never yeah, know. Cause... Really, your typing is huge. The coverage moves that you're you're going with is huge. More so than I would say just you have to be at level 50 and that's it. Okay. Yeah, because I know like in Ultra League, my I'm running um, the Alua Ninetales which I think today I was able to power up one more time. So I think it's at 41 or 41 and a half and it still works. I only really lose in the mirror matches. If I get that mirror match, like I know right off the bat, as soon as a mirror match comes and I look at the CP and it's 24 or whatever, I'm going to lose that. Like, I'm not even going to try. I know I'm going to lose it. But if you were watching like the stream on Friday, with fish like even at that 41 or 40 and a half mark it's still it's still usable it's not like it's not an unusable pokemon if it's not maxed out but when you get into open like if i go in with a 3200 groudon i'm gonna get wrecked in open well here's a prime example when i was uh developing my yveto is that how you say it i don't know but you know the dark bird Yvetal? That's what I call it. Yvetal, okay. Okay, that's easier. So when I was building him up, I would go up against someone, a lot of people who had Mewtwo's, and I assume probably a lot of them were built out to level 50. 
and I'm still working on my guy, and he's like level 45. But I knew he was going to kill Mewtwo easy just because the move coverage. Gotcha. So hmm. once again, levels aren't law. It's more of a guidance. And sure, you want to eventually make them as powerful as you can. But the, the thing is, is, is pay attention to who, what your counters are and what moves that you can apply to them. And we'll talk about, like, especially with Palkia, um, you know, some surprise moves. Like, why would you choose one versus another? Because if you go to PV Poke, they'll tell you, hey, here are the best moves. But that's a guide and not always hmm. look, look at a meta. Okay. Look at a meta. Okay. So let's say after this, like, whole first ultra unlock, let's say I didn't get, you know, a f- 14 or a 15, 15, 14, or I ended up with, you know, a 14, 12. 12 is that still something is that something you would want to build or is that just something you're gonna toss like if that was your best one is it worth building because it's your only like it was your best one or do you just hang on to it leave it alone until it comes back around and hope you get a better one or you know do how how much do the ivs actually matter when it comes to master league yeah, for me personally, I would want them in the like top top three. Um, so if I'm looking up, take a look here. I'm gonna look up Master League for Dialga. So here's a prime example where uh, the top two are awesome because they're both 100% functionally. So your 15, 15, 15, and your 15, 15, 14 operate the exact same way. They have the same attack stats, defense, and stamina. So. Then, yes, and, and Dialga is also one that you do want nearly perfect. Now, I have a Mewtwo that is 96%, so I think it's like 14, 14, 15. Uh, I throw him in there, partly because he's shiny, and then that's just awesome. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep, the shiny flex there. <laughs> and I always think of Mewtwo as like my, you know, bulky wild card, because I'm going to okay. keep one move that's always on rotation based on a meta. Okay. Um, so it it's all yeah it's 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 individual based per the mon. So it's always good to do a bunch of research before you dump a ton of stardust because it's going to be around four hundred four hundred fifty thousand. And uh, oh, <laughs> nice, a, oh. nice wildcat. Just perfect rub it in our face a little oh, bit more, buddy. Perfect shadow. Thank you. Thank you. Jeez. Well. That- that just looks expensive. Like I, I just I looked at that and my stardust disappeared. <laughs> like just and from even my it. cheap butt took that into level forty. Yeah. <laughs> so 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 for those that can't see what I just did is I I held up my hundred percent shadow Mewtwo I got at GoFest twenty nineteen or no that was twenty 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 yeah oh, Lord it's been a long year <laughs> or three or a lifetime Ten, I don't know anymore seven. yeah. Yep. <sighs> Okay, so you mentioned something about move sets, and I thought I thought that was interesting, like that little that little nugget you dropped in there because I don't want to say I'm a what do, what do they call it on the leave uh, on the league a slave a ranking slave, but I kind of am, <laughs> unless Dino tells me I'm wrong, like just don't not pay attention to it. But like, if I looked at classic and I'm like, okay, so I have a Groudon, I have a Melmetal, I have, I have, let's the top six Pokemon. And I would just go in here and be like, okay, Mudshot, Earthquake, Fire Punch. I just match up the moves to there. 
So what are some Pokemon that are ranked that are here on PV Poke, but you don't agree with the move sets or you think there's a better move set to it? Well, take it to your world. Let's go to let's go to Great League. So okay. uh, I have a pretty decent uh, Great League team. It's not like killer, but uh, I love my uh, Alakazam on there, right? And okay. I know uh, PV Poke suggests counter. Fire Punch, and Shadow Ball. So actually, I use, I forget it, it's either uh, Psycho Cut or Confusion. Um, and then instead, and then I'll use Fire Punch. But instead of Shadow Ball, I use the, uh, what's it called? Let's see the other one. Hmm. Uh, oh, Focus Blast. Okay. So um, what's really awesome about that is, you know, come across, you know, I forget who some of the meta is right now, but... Um, is G Fisk in there? Some of the Steel guys. Yeah, G Fisk yeah, is like always G-Fisk in there. Yes. There's another one that, that I forget who it is, but they'd never expect a, uh, you know, a, a fighting move, bus. and then and then and they're gone. What? They don't shield it. They're yeah. expecting Shadow Ball or something, and they're out. Yeah. So, um, but kind of if we talk about Palkia a little bit, one thing that I found was interesting. It's it's got Aqua Tail. Um, let's see, and Fire Blast, and then Draco Meteor. So mm-hmm. uh, I believe that, uh, let's see. And we, we do know that it runs Hydro Pump, but it's well, Hydro no, Pump. No, yeah, we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. it, it might as well not exist. So. <laughs> it's Hydro Pump. So Draco Meter is awesome because it is just, you know, a nuke. Uh, downside, you're going to get debuffed. And mm-hmm. personally, I don't like playing with debuffs. I'd rather just mm-hmm. figure another way around I feel it. I feel the same. Um, <laughs> yeah. I would do mine with Fire Blast, and maybe it's just like a niche thing, but then I got a Water and Fire Charge moves. That's kind of mm. cool. Um, and then for your Steel, Metagross, or Melmetal, it's going to take care of those guys. Huh. So I wouldn't even have thought that, like, at all, like, to think that way. <laughs> yeah. Now, it does suck, because it's a one-bar move. going to take a yeah. while to get there. Uh Huh. How bulky is Palkia? Is it, can, can it get there pretty comfortably, or is it is one of those things you're pushing it every time? Uh, well, I haven't put him in a ringer yet, uh, but from what I've uh, read, he's got you know some bulk similar to Dialga. Not quite as much, but he's not going to be a glass cannon for sure. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, in fact, so... Oh, go ahead. I was just going to talk about like um, a couple of interesting things I found about him while we are talking about his typing is... He is actually one of the few dragons, because of his water typing, that is not weak to ice. So hmm. that can play in some favor. Um, he uh, resists yeah, uh, steel, and then he resists both fire and water 2x. Hmm. And it's also cool that he has a water and fire charge moves. Um, let's see. The And uh, let's see. The only other water and dragon, this is just like uh, trivia, only other water dragon uh, Pokemon is Kingdra currently. Yeah. There's a Gen 8 one, but... Yeah. Is it is his only weakness fairy, then? Uh, let's see. It is fairy and... And dragon. Yes, of course. Dragon, yeah. Yeah, yeah so yeah. that's who you need to watch out for. Huh. But that's with, interesting. And you want Dragon Tail for your fast move. Yeah. Oh, you don't want Dragon Breath. That's well, yeah. interesting. <laughs> no, not with, the, not with the changes. Okay. Uh, yeah. Is that just because its attack stat is ridiculously high it's attacks is well it's 247 i don't know how that compares um otherwise but that's high for, for what i'm used to seeing 
let's see. Forget why. You know what? That's one I'd probably play with. Like I said, I didn't put them in a ringer, so this is that okay. part's all theoretical. Um, Dragon Breath is an awesome move. Uh, it's very quick, but I don't know. So, so okay. 247 Astro is just one point below Mewtwo, if that tells you how high of att- attacks that thing wow. is. Okay. Wow. That's insane. Okay. <laughs> Man, now I have to do raids. <laughs> That's awesome. Yes, you do. I got my hunt though today, so now I just need Excel. Nice. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. Wow. That that thing has a higher attack set than Dragonite, and I always felt like Dragonite was one of the higher dragons, right? I think he is. Yeah, he was ranked uh, top three, you know, just a, uh, I feel like a month or so ago for open. Now he's, uh, where is he? He's dropped. So he's, yeah, he's 23 now. Yeah. So, so you were mentioning budget picks. So the legendaries for, for anyone who really just catches it for a dex entry or whatever, you're, a on top of dropping at least what is it two hundred and something stardust or two hundred thousand plus stardust plus all the XL and regular candy, you're also gotta drop another hundred candy and a hundred thousand stardust right. to unlock that second charge move. Right. So first question before the budget picks. Do you have to have the second move? And if you don't which pokemon can actually be viable without having to unlock that second move because like i have a few legendaries i don't have the candy to unlock it <laughs> like i don't <laughs> so is there some that are there like i don't know if wildcat i know he has the stardust to to power him out, but i don't know if he has the candy to you know second move it so could if i went in with my di- my dialga which is uh you know a working number 1 or whatever mm-hmm. and i'm only going in there with dragon breath and let's say iron head am i going to be okay with it or am i going to re- like is it not worth anything if it doesn't have the second move no it's not it's not worth it if you have it on a plan to someday put it there I would say. Um, and now I I might would even just go with Draco Meteor uh, instead okay. of Iron Head. But yeah, because part of it is having both moves. One is is so that you can bait and save your energy, build your energy, save your energy for when you can really blast someone. Um, and the other two is just having that coverage. So, uh, you know, let's see. Melt Metal is a good one, to an example, because it has Superpower and Rock Slide. So but Superpower mm-hmm. and Rock Slide will both hit different Pokemon that are in the top ranks for that meta. Um, but if you have just one or the other, and then someone swaps something in that you're missing that move for, well, most likely you're going to lose a match. Okay. So I would say build it up. If you have like a really good Dialga, build it up, and just roll with one move for a while. But at some point, having it in back of your mind... Yeah, I'm going to spend 100k in Stardust and 100k to get that second move. Gotcha. Okay. So. And while we are talking about Dialga and we were talking about Palkia, the interesting thing about bringing Palkia in behind Dialga, it just, uh, we'd have to say it, is that uh, it does cover most of uh, Dialga's losses. Um, So, and we're talking about um, 
Palkia can take down Mewtwo, Yveto, uh, Garchomp, Groudon, Metagross. And then there's some other notable uh, meta players that it can take down as well, like Tina O, Mamoswine, Swampert, Snorlax, Machamp. So, I mean, this guy is pretty awesome. At first glance, you know, even I was like, I don't know if I'm going to raid him. But then I started looking into the stuff anymore. I was like, okay, okay, let's open up the wallet. Huh. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have thought looking at Palkia and being like, oh, okay, this thing a even putting investing in it, but then it's also interesting running it with running a double dragon line, which I haven't ever done, but I am going to when I have them both built out is uh, try an interesting team of Dialga, Palkia, and Tojikus. Now, okay. I would I'll probably do Sylveon uh, after a community day just to play around, mm-hmm. see how that goes. Um, but yeah, I just I okay. see how that works out because of that coverage. Cool. Uh, that's what I was going to say. Like, cause I know I've run a double dragon in ultra league and I use like the, the, the favorite, like, or the like popular double dragon line from ultra was, um, Dragonite, Kingdra, and then Empoleon. I think it was, that was the, the, the core. So you know, running a double dragon isn't something that necessarily is is super like, whoa, but I would feel in Master League where this is like Dragon City. Right. Um, having that that Toga Kiss is probably really, really key in that lineup. So what are our budget picks? This is what everyone is sticking around to listen to because <laughs> are they still I'm here? Start writing it down. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my favorite one, and 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 it's kind of a budget pick if if and when he's out in the wild is uh, Exadrill. Okay. Oh I was gonna, my god! I was gonna ask that you. guy. You know, I see uh, before I was building out my Dialga, I see someone bring in there. So I'm like, yeah, buddy, you're gone now. <laughs> So he huh. just wrecks the place. He builds up to the rock and the ground moves equally, very fast. He has awesome bulk. He can hang in there with uh, Groudon. He's not going to necessarily always beat him, but he can hang in there with him. And if if the opponent has a uh, you know low I, you know low IV and meaning like not a hundred percent Groudon, um, he will take him down also. Huh. So just watch out for water, guys. Yeah, that's going to hurt. Yeah. That's gonna hurt bad. I, I, I was lucky enough to land not one, not two, but three consecutive sand tombs on an excadrill today, and it felt so good. Nice. Oh <laughs> my gosh. Because it, it it it's it puts a high damage, but man, is that thing glassy. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> for sure. He's, so yeah. for for those of you who don't know. Like when we say glassy or whatever, I'm sure most people who listen to the show know what that means. Um, but I just realized some people may not. Um, so Excadrill's stats, and this is, you know, 15, 15, 15, level 40 is a 213 attack. The defense is 113. And then the stamina is 203. So let's compare that to, let's say, another ground type. Let's the other big, you know, ground type that's coming in is what? Garchomp. Is Garchomp? Oh, yeah. Okay. 
So compared to Garchomp, your 218 attack defense is 164, stamina 200. You're still like you go up against that because it's such a the defense stat is so low on Excadrill. Like even though you may be able to get some of those off, like Wildcat was saying, like you just throw a whole bunch of sandstorms at it and you're going to take that thing down quick. Yeah, so usually I would open up with him and have a safety prepared. Because if, if you go out, if you go against a uh, Pokemon that um, he is a great counter for, it's game over and you're going to win. But if if you're going up something that can really hurt him bad, you need to get, out of, get him out of there as soon as possible. Like okay. within, within a move, very quickly. Be Have a safety, ready to go, so you don't even have to think about it. Okay. Do you have... Any other budget ones that we can go over? Yeah, for sure. So on Extra Drill, on par with that, I put Slash Garchomp because we had the community day. So it mm-hmm. should be fairly accessible, uh, which we did have a, a question about his uh, his moveset. And there's okay. actually a couple couple options there. Let me see where I put that. Um, so thanks to PV Pogue, they put out this uh, like configuration of the different moves and what's going to be good for what uh, for Garchomp. What I found when I like a lot is um, Sand Tomb and Outrage for the uh, for the charge moves. One because you know build up the build up to Outrage, and then if you want to bait them, throw a Sand Tomb. If you don't hit them, you're gonna debuff them. Win win, hmm. and then you can come back yeah. and do it again. So no big deal. The other one that's pretty interesting is going with uh, Earth Power and Outrage. That's more of like a you know your your tank heavy hitter kind of style Garchomp. Um, but I do prefer the Sand Tomb Outrage. It It is a little bit, you know, chancier because you're not going to have a strong ground move. But if you go with Mudshot as your fast move, you're getting a little coverage there for you. Um, otherwise, I usually don't do the Dragon Tail, but if the meta calls for it, I say just, you know, throw a fast uh, fast TM in there and change it for a bit and then change it back. Okay. Yeah, and with Sand Tomb, I, the one thing I found I like about it is it's so spammy. It's a very quick. So even even though it starts out very low power, by that third or fourth Sand Tomb you're getting off, it's hitting just as hard as Earth Power at that point. Right. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Very good point. Um, so speaking of spammy, we there's there's one Pokemon that always seems to be able to make its way into any league. And still be a viable pick, and it is probably the king of spam with its fast move and charge move, and that is Swampert. Swampert always finds its way into every single meta that it's eligible in, and it's normally highly ranked, and it's normally really good. I took me a little bit to find it. It it's down like in like the on PV poke like down closer to the thirties, but can it still be as dominant in Master League as it is in everything else? Oh, gosh, yes. He is awesome. Uh, when Master League was uh, around this past time, I was running, my team was open up with uh, Vittel, which is a 4275 CP maxed out. Then I would run Swampert and Machamp as rotationals, and it hmm. was awesome. Wow. There's, yeah, he has so much coverage. It, it's really good. And he can take take some hits. Without shield. So once you learn, hey, he can take this hit from Mewtwo or whatever, you know, I can take one, only one, but I can take one. Then, you know, you figure out how to play your shields and get get the advantage. 
But yeah, That's Swampert crazy. is on my quote unquote budget pick, kinda, because you need the Mudkiff and then all that. So yeah. it's not necessarily super budget, but he's a good one. Gyarados is also a good one. Uh Machamp and like yeah, they're Machamp's what I used last time too. Mel Metal is a really interesting one because yeah, he's mythical, but all you have to do is transfer to Pokemon Home every few days and then you'll get a box. So there's no reason why you can't eventually get a hundred and then have all the XL right there for free grinding while you're at home. Yeah. I I heard people saying if if you're gonna build a Mel Metal to what is it? To open your box during the double catch candy spotlight hours yes. and then the double transfer candy. Yes. Or and then you have them set up to transfer on the double transfer. Yep. Um so I want to kind of just compare since we were talking about glassy and I think this is where you know like me and wildcat can understand the glassiness so a lot of other people Swampert is glassy when it comes when it's in great league and even kind of in ultra league it's a little has a little more bulk in ultra than it does in great league mm-hmm. but in great league it's it's pretty glassy it's it, you know it's just it does what it needs to do very well and you brought up excadrill being glassy so this is the comparison in defensive stats so fully maxed out or ma- a level 40 swampert has a defense stat of 150 compared to a level 40 Excadrill, which is 113. You wouldn't think that sounds like a lot, it's a but lot. it is when you get hit with a charge move. <laughs> yep. It's it's very noticeable. Right. Especially so, if the timing the typing is super effective. Yeah. Oof. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so okay. So do we have anything else? I do have Wildcat, any- do you have any other? Okay, go ahead. I've got an interesting pick. Okay. It's not a budget pick, but it's pretty fun. And and actually, it just had a uh, spotlight hour. Magnazone. Huh. Now, you're not going to see a whole... You're going to see some fairies in there. And let me tell you, he is a fairy killer. Huh. Well, yeah, because, I mean... And all the resistances. Yeah, plus all those resistances. Like, he he is pretty awesome. He's going to have a a good bit of weaknesses since uh, Master League seems to be running by the ground types right now, ground types and dragons. Uh, so he's not always safe, but if you get in a situation that's favorable, it's really cool. So I do so, have so one that wait. I have a question about. Steal it. Oh, go ahead. I'm going to steal your, steal it. No, I don't know. Um, go ahead. Metagross. I know it ran master league premiere for the longest time is it viable and open at all or is it not because of what else is out there it's really just leave it at home i would say leave it at home it, it may have some good uh traction in classic i haven't played classic but uh it should it, it's highly ranked and it seems to be favorable but uh i haven't seen a whole lot of them and anytime i have seen one i've gotten a chance to bring out the exit drill and it's just like you're you're done yeah um, so my question, because I have one. Yes. And I was thinking about it. A low in muck. So the typing <laughs> is interesting because it's really only weakness is ground. So like obviously if you go up against an excadrill or a groudon or something like that, you're gonna have some things, but it's resisting psychic, so going up against a Mewtwo 
it's not really going to take too much. Not to mention that it's pretty bulky, um, especially with the, the, the stamina. The attack isn't too high. You're resisting poison, grass, ghost, dark. So you're resisting a lot of the moves from the top meta, but I think it maxes out in like the 3000s. Um, it's not super, it's not like super high. Do you think that's something like, does he have like, cause he's good in the other leagues. Right. Like, so the CP maxing think- out in, in the 3000s is not an issue because the, the Swamper to have is 3346 and the, the Champ has 3437. So that's not a big deal. What is, uh, you know, just troubling for me would be how many, how much ground uh, Pokemon are running around Master League right now. Uh, so okay. now it would be pretty, if you have like the dust, which if you're on a savings plan, you don't. But if you have the dust <laughs> and you nope. have the candies, it'd be, it'd be fun to build it up for a spicy pick. It does say that, you know, key losses here are Dialga, Tina O, Dragonite, Mewtwo, Lugia. Um, however, it does win to, you know, Togekiss, um, Gyarados. So there's, there's some. I would say, ultimately, if, if it were me, if I had like a, a 100%er, I would say I'm going to hold on to that because the thing about, you know, PvP is you never know how the meta is going to change. So you never know when that Pokemon might be just awesome down the road. Okay. So I would just I'd so, sit on it. So you were looking, so when you go and you're building your teams, like, like I'm looking at like what you were saying, like the key win or wins and losses mm-hmm. for a low and muck. And I'm looking at the Master League classic here. I don't know which what you were looking at, but do you use PB Poke? I know a lot of people use for Master League, they go to Ghost Stadium for that information. So uh, yeah, I'll go to Ghost Stadium and PB Poke. But what I generally do is I'll pick uh, okay a Pokemon to build my team around, and this is going to be usually not one of your top rank ones. It's going to be one that can counter a lot of the top rank ones. And then the next Pokemon for the second slot I'll build is one that can cover its counters of that first one in case it gets in trouble, and also might still be able to take some of the top uh, the ranks down. Then I'll pick a safety. That I can swap into, like, if I'm not sure what to do, swap into that real quick without even having to think about it. Cool. And my other one that I have a hundo. Is Weavile even worth looking at? I mean, you can look at him. I, I know. Because <laughs> he's a tech. I mean, yeah, so, he's fun to look at. <laughs> like, I know he's, I know, like, he's glassy. I think he's probably still glassy anywhere because it's it's just the way it is. But its attack stats are just so high. It's high. You know, I'm looking and at him here hard. and he says rank 69. So let's see, Avalanche and Focus Blast. That's wow, that's that's even tempting for me to try and build one to test that out. Um key wins are definitely the dragons and the ghosts. Um but he's got I'm looking yeah, I, at like PV Poke here and it beats Mewtwo. Like, oh, and you're oh, you're looking at classic, right? Yeah, in okay. classic. Oh no, I wouldn't bring that thing anywhere near. <laughs> no. Okay, okay. I was like, I was like, well, okay. it would go back in the ball before I even threw it out. Oh, oh, do you have a shadow one? I have a shadow hundo, okay. and I have a regular hundo. Ooh, see, I definitely did a shadow because the the regular one loses to Mewtwo. Um, okay, so. 
I would, I would do it for fun. Um, <laughs> but it's not something that you would. If you're building a base team for Master League, sit on it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yep. Keep your shields ready for that thing. That 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 is an absolute lead and lead only. Yes, yeah. Exactly. Yep. 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 Awesome. Okay. Another one I actually had a question about is, is something. Mm-hmm. Once again, I see used to see a lot in the premiere. Rapierier as an alternate cheap pick for ground attack is is he viable there or I've been does s- his rock weak or his steel weakness kill his accessibility really? Yeah, I've seen a couple of those and they haven't seemed like a, a lot of threats. So I would, if I want a rock person. I'm going to go Exadrill, use his rock move. I'm going to go Machamp, use his rock move. I'm going to go uh, Melmetal, use his rock move. Kind of go that round instead. Gotcha. And Tyranitar. Still I wish he was just, awesome. Just for raids. I wish he was awesome. <laughs> He's still just for raids. <laughs> yeah. Man, that thing. I know. It's so sad. It's a classic. It's so sad. Classic. Back when Giratina O ran Master League, I know you could actually do some things with, with T-Tar, but... Ever since Dialga showed up, I think T-Tar kind of uh, ran away and hid from Ironhead. Yeah. And okay, Machamp, so, I guess. It also never wants to see a Machamp. <laughs> last question before we go to the question and answer segment. More questions. Um, last question only for because more questions. Got it. We had, <laughs> only because we had it, it's in, it was in 7K Eggs. We had it in Raids. Not too long ago. Mm-hmm. When I'm looking at the rankings, again, I'm looking at PV Poke here for a classic. You've got 68 Machamp, 69 Obstagoon. That'd be interesting. Is one, like, obviously because we had Community Day, you may have a lot, a little more candy, but the the attack stat is a little higher. Like, it's almost like its stats are almost very similar to each other. Hmm. Um, have you seen any Obstagoons like running around? No, I haven't. Not yet. Hmm. Okay. And the, the thing about Machamp, though, is he could surprise you if, if you want to bust an Elite TM and uh, put that payback on. Yeah. So. Well, also, well, with Obstagoon, you have Night Slash that's already on there. Right. And he gets the stab on, on that. Um, it says... Night Slash and Cross Chop. Okay. I know a lot of people run it with... Um, I've seen a lot of people now running it with Hyper Beam. Um, in, I think, Ultra. Mm-hmm. They were running it in Ultra with Hyper Beam. So, I don't know. But that rock's going to give you some coverage against some of the flyers. It's going to take okay. a, a few for, like, Lugia. If someone brings that bulky guy out as a safety. You know. Um, gotcha. Yveto also. Okay. I know, um, Wildcat, you were mentioning, there's a couple of questions that I had noted down here. You said you were trying out a, trying out a Dialga, a Shadow Mewtwo, and a Garchomp? Yeah, so what I've, I, I got that 98% Dialga, and I'm like, I want to try Classic. So for, first off, we're talking Classic here. I'm okay. not going anywhere near <laughs> open. <laughs> so I already dropped the nearly 300,000 dust to max out my Dialga. Okay. Up to up to 40. Max old school max out. Yeah. Um so I'm running Dialga as the lead right now with Mewtwo and um Garchomp. So Garchomp same moves that you said. Mudshot, Outrage, Sandtoon. Okay. Uh, I think that actually helps really well against that Dialga mirror match. Yes. So I, that's kind of 
And then instead of running Focus Blast on Mewtwo, I'm actually running Ice Beam with Psystrike. Nice. That's my preferred uh, preferred move. Um, and yeah, so I just keep mine on Ice Beam. And then if I need to, if the meta ever changes, that's my wild card that I'm just going to keep rotating out to be whatever move I need it to be. I just happen to have Shadow Ball on mine, and I'm going to leave it there because it's Shadow Ball and that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> So would it be worth an elite TM to go from Psy Strike over to Shadow Ball and run Shadow Ball Ice Beam? Uh, I wouldn't say right now. No. Nope. Okay. Nope. Yeah. Solid team, though? Yeah. So, should do well? Solid team. And the the one thing I say is if you build a solid team, you've done the research and you feel good about it, and it's it's just not acting the right way for you, change out who your lead is. Start with that. Keep the team so you know the team. And, you know, the, you know, the weaknesses, you know, when to change them out. And if it's just not working, we're starting with Dialga, then, you know, switch them out. Because if you and me went against each other, I would open up with just by habit, Exadrill. And so that would put you in a bad spot off the bat. Yeah, I, the last time I had an Exadrill lead, I actually jumped into Me- Shadow Mewtwo as opposed to going over to Garchomp and was able to pull out the win because they didn't shield the the Ice Beam. And then when they finally, I let all drill runs go through and then brought in Garchomp, farmed down and had, I think, two or three sand tombs ready to go. Nice. Whatever came in. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So the other question that we had um, real quick on, on the uh, Discord was from LaFleury. And he was thinking about doing the uh, Gyarados, Garchomp, and Metagross. Metagross is one I can't say for sure, theoretically. Pretty pretty good. Um, it would be solid, but there's definitely a gr- good balance between Garchomp and Gyarados. So they're they're complementing uh, complementing uh, each other in terms of covering their weaknesses. Plus, they are pretty popular. So if you see you know s- see your opponent has one, you can pull out the opposing and then go to town. So Lafleury, I think that's really good. I'm not exactly sure about Metagross, but I do like the Gyarados and Garchomp combo. Nice. All right, so since we're on a question spree, let's um, let's go ahead and, and wrap up the show and uh, go over to our question and answer segment. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. So... We've got we've got a good amount of questions. Um so and we're already running like super long on this episode. We're almost at the two hour mark. So let's uh let's kind of bang through these tenants, um the best we, we can. <laughs> bang it. Um so first question comes from Blind Flip. And I'm gonna do this one first because I think we're gonna talk about it the longest is should the buddy's best buddy mechanic get a rework? Something like if the Pokemon already has a best buddy ribbon, it's automatically boosted instead of consistently having to swap it in as your buddy. Um, they can make it make you select which best buddy you want at, to activate. Um, or if your team had like multiple buddies on there, I I'm going to have to agree on that because it's, like super annoying having to switch especially like if you're running like in a sylph tournament you're running something that you have to best buddy let's say like a, a medichan 
Um, well, you used to. You don't have to anymore, I don't think. Um, the, the, there's a few that are highly ranked that you have to best buddy, but it's it's not as common. Um, Diggersby, I think, is another one that you may have to best buddy. Okay, yep. Um, so it is, it's annoying when you've already best buddied it, it's on the thing, and then you've given, let's say you had a pineapple berry and you gave it to your buddy that you're working on now, and then you have to switch it out because now you have to use that Pokemon for your battle. So I think, yeah, maybe like a on-off switch, something like that. Um, and I think with the need of, of walking for XL candy now, it's even more important because like, I do not want to take Metacham off of my buddy screen at this point, because mm-hmm. I really want to finish grinding out those last hundred candies. So, but anytime once get my Garchomp, it's a best buddy already. So anytime I need to switch over that over, if I forget to change back to Metacham after I'm done with my sets, I'm losing XL candy at that point, which yeah. just sucks. I I like the buddy system. I know a lot of people are kind of, yeah, and don't want to engage. It's a cool mechanic. It, mm-hmm. I don't actually care about taking pictures of my Pokemon. I, I just do the quick snap and go. Yeah. But it gives you something to work for. But I think the way you get the boost from it absolutely needs some type of rework to make it a more convenient item. What do you think, Papa Rick? Yeah, a change to the boost would be nice, just so you can flip-flop um, with a different Pokemon. So one that you have, you know, buddied up, and, and for example, if it's, you know, CP boost, Texas, you can't use it in the Great League, you know, that kind of sucks. Um, my actually only push to uh, <laughs> doing the buddy system is, ultimately, I want to get Platinum on all the medals. So, uh, of course, that will take me probably about 10 years to do, what was yeah. it, like 200, <laughs> 200 best buddies, something like that? So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, you said all the medals. Don't you know that you're never going to get platinum on the generational medals because Kecleon doesn't actually exist? And well, uh, we'll omit those, okay. All but a yeah. few. How about that? All but a few. <laughs> all but a few. Um, I think my biggest thing, like I was saying, is the... I don't like that if I used a Poffin and I have to switch my buddy for whatever reason... I lose, and I still have, you know, X amount of an hour, X amount of hours left on that. If I switch it out and then switch it back, I just lost that, that time. Yeah. Like, that's you don't frustrating. get that back. Right. Super and it's, frustrating. it's annoying. It's, it's super annoying. That's like my biggest thing because there's so many times where I'm working on best buddying something and it's just like, man, I don't want to switch this out. So I'm either running it under CP or I'm losing out on, you know, whatever, you know, how many hours I'm running a Poffin or something like that to get those extra, extra hearts. Well, I will say this is I don't even bother with the Poffins. Uh, What I do is make sure I do an interaction every 30 minutes. So, you know, I'll I'll feed my buddy, get him on a screen and then, you know, uh, play with him and then take a picture. And then on my watch, I'll just set a 30 minute timer when it goes off come back, feed them some berries, play with them, and then do a battle, whether that's a balloon or a raid or, uh, you know, training, whatever. And then after, I mean, it doesn't take that long if you're doing that and just set a timer for 30, 35 minutes, because after that, he'll become excited and you have all those other hearts. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Next question. We'll save that one for last. (laughs) Because I... (laughs) <laughs> oh uh 
So this one comes from Team Magma Tyler. Tyler! So quick story. Tyler was my fact checker checker during <laughs> during my talking shit um uh Twitch stream. Um has lots of fun, interesting facts that are just very random, but he it's You know just he just kind kept of, lying to you and expected you to believe him, right? But that's he did. Tyler's MO. Yeah, he he well, he won. <laughs> I believed everything he wrote, so because I didn't know the answer, so he gave it to me. I took it. Yep. So the the running joke throughout the the rest of the stream was I just go, Tyler, what's the answer? <laughs> so he wrote in, "What are some of your favorite guilty pleasure songs?" Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna hand this off. Let's go guess first. And let's ask Papa Rec, what is your guilty pleasure song? Uh, it's probably going to be something from Lady Gaga or Katy Perry. <laughs> no. Probably something like <laughs> Poker Face or Bad okay. Romance. Yeah, let's. Okay. Yeah. What's up? Okay. <laughs> it's no now that they're not our guilty pleasures anymore because we're saying it. That's right. I love <laughs> now it. Now you got to be proud I of it. I love it. <laughs> All right, Wildcat, what about you? I would have to say probably 90s boy bands in general. I love me some NSYNC. I love Backstreet Boys. I have no problem with that. I grew up with that. Yep. Uh, another song, though, right now that it drives my wife absolutely insane every time it comes on is, I think it's called Maggie's Song. If you, It's Chris Stapleton. It's okay. about his dog, and you can pretty much figure out how the song goes. <laughs> <laughs> and every time it comes on the radio, I turn it up, and my wife gets so angry by it. She's like, I'm so sick of this stupid dog. I don't um, care about it anymore. I, so I, I have to count that as a guilty pleasure, too, at this point, just because I know how upset it makes my wife. I um, I was going <laughs> to... I was going to totally stereotype the Kentucky thing and be like, what, Shania Twain? <laughs> Don't know. No. <laughs> However, keep in mind, I told you this before. Chris Stapleton is from my hometown. Yeah. Went to the same high school. So huh? I guess you still could go stereotyping as well as one of the Backstreet Boys is also from Kentucky. So there you always go. ties. Uh, yeah. All right. Um, I don't really have, I don't think, I don't think there's a song that I would say is a guilty pleasure because I'm very, very open with everything that i listen to um let me i would say okay miley cyrus party in the usa oh yeah yeah that's a good one too i should have yep i'm down with that that song when that song comes on like even if i'm not outwardly like jamming out inside like i'm rocking it oh yeah it's it's in my like songs oh yeah (laughs) It's it's one of those. Um that that would probably be the one I would say. I don't see. Um there was for a long time there was um a Hillary Duff song that came out. Um if you know Lizzie McGuire, I don't know if we're where our age group is, I knew Lizzie McGuire. So I think we're all relatively in the same. Um but she put out an album and there was one, what is it? The rain? Is it the, the rain? Let the rain fall down. Yeah. That song's a jam. I knew exactly <laughs> what song you were talking about. That song, that song is the jam right there. <laughs> so 
Good question, Tyler. Way to way to call me out and bring us, you know, call us all out here. Uh, next question we got is from our new flow writes, what changes do you think Niantic will do on September 1st? And what are some of the best play? Ah, <laughs> okay. This one you guys can't answer because you don't live in Florida, the end part. Um, but he wants to know some of the best play areas in South Florida. So I think we kind of went over what we think is going to happen. So maybe Wildcat just kind of briefly like condense it. I think you're going to see a compromise of my guess is most likely 60 meters as being the new distance. That's that is my guess. And at that point, I'm satisfied with that. I take it as a win. I That's my best guess. Nice. Perfect. Yes. Yeah, I think that's I think we all kind of are in agreement on that. Um, as far as the best places in South Florida, we kind of have shitty areas in South Florida. And when I say South Florida, I mean from Broward County down. Sorry, Palm Beach County, but you're not South Florida, in my opinion. <laughs> but uh, BC, Broward College, you know, the colleges, those are normally good. And then in my hometown in Coral Springs, Mullins Park is always lit. There's like four or five gyms and probably about 15 to 20 Pokestops and maybe 10 of them are all in one cluster. So, and everyone, the minute like lures get dropped, you just see like your screen is just those purple confetti flower things floating everywhere. I guess I played in Fort Lauderdale downtown, right? on the beach, the, where all the restaurants and things are just on mm-hmm. the beach. That was a great place to play. There was stops of plenty through there. There is a lot there. Um, when I pick like a spot to say, great, it's something that maybe isn't so busy. Um, you know, downtown Fort Lauderdale can get super busy and especially depending on the time of year. And if you're walking around with your phone, looking down, like, you're going to run into someone you're going to get, someone's going to bitch you out or someone's going to say something to you. So, (laughs) um, but anyone in South Florida want to come to Mullins park on a community day or anything. I'm always out there with my kids. Um, you know, find me. I probably the guy with the beard or mustache, depending on the time wearing a BTW (laughs) t-shirt promoting the podcast. Um, so come out and hang out, uh, whenever, the next question from Artemis Dragon. Once, uh, okay, once you're like 50 or 100 points from reaching a new rank, basically, do, th- do things seem to change for your team? Um, I think what he's saying is like the closer you get to that next level, it's, it's the algorithm conversation. And I, I'll be honest that it is, it's the algorithm conversation. I don't want, I don't have enough to prove that there is, but I have enough to say that there could, there's a possibility there could be some type of algorithm to it. Because I know once I hit a certain number, like I hit 24, like 2380 something last night. Today I started to play 05, boom, right, right off the bat. But I also think part of that, yes, I believe the algorithm exists. I've done some testing just to have some fun and figure it out. But I also think there's different micro metas 
that develop around each major milestone. So anytime you get within about 60 to 70 points of a major milestone, whether that's 2,000, 2,500, 2,750, 3,000, that meta shifts almost instantaneously. So it, while the algorithm does play into it some, what you have to do is start to notice how that meta is shifting as you're getting closer. And when that shift happens, you have to adjust to the new meta. Or once again, I, I've said this before, adjust the time of day you're playing because even the time of day, the meta shifts. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yep. <laughs> yes. I, I can honestly say if I don't play between 10 and 12 p.m. or 11.59 p.m., I, I try not to play because I know anything before that, I'm going to lose anything after midnight. And it's funny if you watch the stream from Friday in that time frame, because we started doing our battles probably about 10 o'clock. I went, I was doing really well. And then once it hit 11, almost 12 o'clock, like that's when I started losing. It was going two one or, you know, two, two, three, those things. Um, so yeah, I think the, the meta shifts hourly, but I think also there is. You got to remember ge- geographical, whatever plays a role. Geographically? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, it plays a role too, because we could, I'm going to bed at midnight when people are waking up. So the people who are waking up are playing, you know, you're not necessarily only playing people in your state or in your, you know, you play, you I wish they had like little flags next to it. So you could see who you were playing against, like where they're coming from, uh, which I don't know why they don't do that. I, I, I know. I noticed that big time in Pokemon unite, actually, mm-hmm. when, when APAC comes online, the level of skill goes up tenfold. Huge. And that's strictly because MOBAs is the num- most popular game in that region, mm-hmm. whether that's Pokemon unite, D- Dota, League of Legends, that is the most popular type of game. So when they come online, I just go ahead and turn off the system. Yeah. I know I'm losing immediately. It, it, I've never won at, a, at that point of the night. Yeah. So, you know, there's there's all that. Um, so, again, the BTW answer to anything regarding algorithm is possibly. We're not going to say yes. We're not going to say no. We're going to just leave it at possibly. <laughs> we have enough evidence to go both ways. So, um, so the last question. Did you I'm get like a studs question? Oh, uh, did I miss it? Okay. Oh, yep. What, what do you guys, what do you guys basically do after a frustrating day of GBL sets? Um, so every day, <laughs> I feel, I feel it's every day. Uh, I record all my battles now. Um, especially since, um, starting the podcast, I record them and I just go back and watch them and see where, where I messed up. Um, if you have someone like, I'm very fortunate to have Dino like accessible (laughs) that I could just send him my, my videos and he can tell me, but find maybe find that person that maybe is like a little bit higher game you know gameplay than you are and send them videos and see what they say but i personally think watching 
the videos from the set that you just finished is is very helpful. Um, I don't know what you guys think. Yeah, I kind of just pace myself. In fact, uh, I know like the attitude is a whole long, a long way. So if I lose a whole bunch, you know, my attitude's going to suck and I'm just going to really start losing more. So usually what I do is I just don't lose two. Uh, if I lose two battles in a row, I put it up for a while and then I'll come back to it later on. And then maybe I'm going to go into another time zone with other, you know, contenders. So maybe it will change up. But I mean, it's a marathon. It's a se- it's a marathon of a season, not a sprint. So most of the time I try and do all my sets, but it doesn't always happen. That's OK. Well, yeah, I can just echo what Papa Rick said is is if you're getting frustrated and you're starting to see that affect you, walk away. That's the best mm-hmm. thing you can do for yourself is walk away. Yeah, for real. So, okay, so now we're at the last question. So <laughs> when we were doing show prep, me and Papa Rick had no idea what this question meant. Luckily, our man Wildcat had the backstory behind the question. So I don't know. Should I read the I'll question give the back first? Story first, and let you okay. read the question. So okay. I'm not going to put the content creator's name out there. I'll I'll put that out there first. There is a content creator in this community that was talking about how's the nicest way to put this? Um, things they enjoy to seek out on the internet. I think I'll leave it at that. And then maybe this question. And this was heard by one of one of my friends and one of the listeners of the show, um, Hector, heard this one and and decided to ask us a question. And I'll let Astro ask the question. So this comes from Hector with three zeros at the end. What is y'all's equivalent to low punny porn? Hector, I, I know like right now. <laughs> I know in a non-visual medium that pause of silence is is normally frowned upon, but that is exactly what all of us did when we first read that <laughs> and tried to figure out what an answer was. Uh it wins question of the week. <laughs> so you've you've won the question of the week, so you get a nice virtual high five. Um I guess Go ahead, I'll Astro, be, you can start. I'll be the, oh, yeah. What the fuck? What do I care? Yeah, it's all um, you, man. I'm going to go, I would say, if I had an equivalent, I think I'm going to go Jessica Rabbit from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. I think that's, I think that's a pretty okay one to, to go by. At least it's a cartoon person and not a cartoon animal, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it, the guys in Who Framed Roger Rabbit were into her and, they were human, so <laughs> there you go. Anyone else? No, is it just me? <laughs> I, I'll, I'll I'll go ahead and throw one. And this is actually one I, I didn't think of originally, but we were talking about Gen Eight Nessa from Generation huh. Eight, the the water type gym leader. Oh, didn't we have were were we supposed to have something with her, or we did? Not was yet. The, the one, the pose and the outfit that everybody was like kind of freaking out about. Maybe we did. I haven't looked. I don't know. I think Once it was again, last... remember, I don't. I don't look at premium clothes. I, I think yeah. it's. It was something no. last season. One of the things you could win. Um, Papa Rick. Yeah. After we figured out what was going on here, and I think you, one of you guys might have mentioned it, but uh, what Thelma from Scooby Doo? Yeah. So at first I was like, "What is this? Is this kind of like uh, the, the same thing as the 
diglet porn, like you know, the man, the man <laughs> under the ground kind of thing going on. I don't know what's up. What's up? Uh, I'm so glad we have a, a, a what's that? An explicit tag now, right? It's required. <laughs> yeah. Um. I guess I would go through a list that maybe most of us would have. Um. So, Misty and any of the Sailor Moon. Game over. <laughs> Any of the Sailor Moon people. <laughs> and moving on. Uh, <laughs> I think that's a show. <laughs> I think that's a that's show. A We're going to end it on that. <laughs> so, um, again, uh, I just want to thank Papa Rec for, for taking time out of his his day and week and schedule to come on in and really, like, explain masterly to us in a way that i couldn't do to anybody um so very appreciated um Been thank you so much for being yeah. thank you for being on our faction and taking over a role that no one can fill <laughs> you will always be there <laughs> i'm happy with that i'm good um, with that nice <laughs> um so thank you you know for for joining us and we're probably going to have you on more um more often especially with you know how things are going uh so yeah i think that that is a show um so you can follow us on twitter at btw beginner uh at btw pvp um you can email us uh btw wow 29 episodes and this is the first time i went blank at the end okay Rewind. <laughs> Thank you to all of our Patreons first. Um, Mr. Batfleck and JD Mojo Jojo at our supporter tier are producers, King Flip, Paparek, uh, our new Patreon producer, Kittens and High Fives. And um, I just want to say a special thing. Um, he sent me a really good private message i I don't want to put it out there unless i have his permission but if he does maybe i'll read it next week but it was just something that i shared with you know wildcat and um and dino and it it just was something that made doing these episodes every week worth it so thank you very much um kittens and high fives for for that uh thank you to our discord admins not mentioning you anymore, Wildcat, because you're on the show. So, <laughs> um, so Reyes six eight three and Siegel, who has been killing it, doing some great stuff in our Discord. If you're not part of our Discord, I will give you a little insider information. Get in on it now, um, because there are going to be changes, and if you are already there, you're grandfathered in. Otherwise. It's going to be a whole new ball game for you. So, um, yeah, uh, you can, like I said before, I fucked everything up. You can follow us on Twitter at BTW PVP podcast. You can email us your questions. Um, if you'd like to BTW PVP at gmail.com. Uh, we have links to our Patreon and merch store in the show notes. And that is it. I want to, before we, sign off um i'm sure papa rec knows but since he's new he's going to end our show uh so most of the time the first time no one gets it right <laughs> so 
everyone messes up. So let's see if you can be even Wildcat had a little bit of a pause when he was doing it the first time he came on. So um, so thank you everyone for listening to the BTW Beginner to Winner PvP podcast. I am AstroZombie954. Wildcat Dad 17. I'm Papa Rick. And then until next time, good luck and get good. I did it. I'm so proud of myself for for doing. You didn't <laughs> screw up for once. I know. <laughs> That's awesome. I had and, and it was like I was like shit. I can't mess this up after the most energetic good luck and get good the show has ever. Had. <laughs> I was waiting for the silence. <laughs> I know. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.